Welcome back to another episode of Suds and Cinema. My name's Kyle. I'm Jacob. I'm Josh. This is episode number 70, and tonight we are reviewing The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It, which is apparently on HBO Max. I didn't know that I until didn't like two days ago. Thought I was going to have to go to the theater to see it. Thank God I didn't have to. <laughs> Multiple reasons. I think can that mean, I think we know that Kyle loved this movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, we are going to get into... well. Josh and I will get into the history of The Conjuring a little bit um, and discuss our feelings on the first two films as well. Jacob, what? You I really saw the first, the first one. one. I okay. started the second. I didn't finish it. Okay. I've seen it before. So we're going to have a little retread of uh, this trilogy. Hopefully it stays a trilogy. Well, it's a whole universe. Well, I mean The Conjuring specifically. Yeah. I know the universe, but the um, Warrens story specifically. Yeah. Because the others don't have them in it. So, anything new we need to get into? Actually, can mention some in-house stuff. This will be our last episode before we're in Seattle next week. And we are going to do a short episode there. Are and we? <laughs> News to me. <laughs> it's going to be... Uh, yeah, it's just going to be a shorty. Um, I like Because we want to feature... Uh, this is going to be our one and only chance to feature a great notion beer. So are we going to review a movie or just the beer and spice it <laughs> into the next movie? <laughs> Today on Most Suds of it and will Suds. be beer. Uh, no, we are going to do a movie. Whatever we watch on the plane. Well, it could way. be a retro no. review or something. Yeah. We're going to watch a movie together. It's extremely hard to find. It's very rare. Tarsum sings The Fall. Have you ever seen this, Jacob? Nope. I, don't I can't so. remember a single thing about it, but it is a visual stylistic masterpiece Ooh, so right up my alley uh travis's um expectation is that you're gonna love it so are there sweeping vistas and reds and blues i believe there is a lot of that oh. and it's by kyle's favorite writer my favorite writer yep <laughs> dan gilroy why is he my favorite writer because i brought it up one time <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> he wrote uh, velvet Bossaw, nightcrawler so this yeah. is just guaranteed favorite writer. Five out of five for <laughs> Kyle and I. I don't love either of those movies. <laughs> I know I was thinking of um, someone else when I originally said the joke, but now it's just oh. not going. Okay. Well, I can't remember that far back. It was, um, I was thinking of um, the dude that wrote Suicide Squad. I can't think of his name right now. Um, Who we did know Suicide Squad? <laughs> oh, the director, David Ayer? Yeah. No, who wrote it though? I have no idea. Oh, no, maybe it was, yeah, maybe I'm thinking David Ayer, but I said Dan Gilroy. I, it, there was a joke way back when. For fans of the show? Yeah, <laughs> long time. <laughs> Send us a clip of that. Yeah. Keep going. Okay, well, I'll I'm going to I'm gonna ask, uh, yeah, I have a question for Jacob, too. Yeah. Did you ever watch um, Cursed Films? I uh, don't think so, no. Did you ever watch How to Build a Time Machine yet? <laughs> I forgot I even you had still that. Have? I can. So that's a no. <laughs> I, I'll watch it tomorrow. The point is, uh, in Curse Films answer. Season 2, which Jay's working on, uh, there's going to be an interview with Roger Deakins. <gasps> the Deke? Deke Meister. So I just wanted Deke. to see if you had watched those because, well, I've directed both of them. So if you like the first season, you'll probably like the second season. It's on Shudder. It's very interesting. Is that uh, anything else you guys need to bring up? No. Cool. 
Well, we got a beer. We do. Beer bitch. Jacob. And this is a very special beer because do I saved it. You going to grab it, Kyle? Why the fuck do I have to grab it? As soon as Kyle bitch. grabs it. Well, I saved this especially. I worked hard to get to this point so that <laughs> <laughs> last night was a lot of work. <laughs> a lot of work. Drink a lot of different beers in order to get to 999 beers on Untapped. This one will be number 1,000. I finally made it. Didn't know we'd get here, but here we are. And because of that, I had to pick something that I knew would be fantastic. Yes. And oh, Jacob, you fucked up. This should have been Fourth of July beer. Um, no, enjoy by. <laughs> yeah, that would have been exactly. You want to enjoy this the freshest possible. <laughs> All right, just it's true. After that date, that that's like it's worst 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 date. Date. That's the yeah. last day to drink it. I said I was kidding. Just move on. Don't worry. I forgot we drink milk on ex- expiration day. <laughs> you can. It's when it's Best Buy. <laughs> I'll drink it on that day all day. The Best Buy day. You drink it on that day. No, you literally drink it on that day exclusively. Yeah. If it's not, if it's anytime before that. No, or any anytime after it. Don't touch it. <laughs> so, if you haven't guessed, this is we are drinking, going to be drinking Stone. Enjoy by seven four of twenty one. Tangerine and Pineapple IPA. The second Enjoy By, I believe the second Enjoy By, we've had on the cast, the pod, the podcast. We had the other Enjoy By. We did. I think Kyle wasn't there, here, for some reason. It would have had to, what holiday? Uh, would have been I don't gone? remember typing that up, though. I would have remembered putting that in the title, Enjoy By. Maybe I just brought it for us to drink and we no, didn't we talk did, about yeah, it. No, we did. Yeah, we I just think so. drink it. Yeah, it was delicious, but. They always are. And you weren't, you it probably you were like in, it would have been around the holiday because they make it on big, big days. Yeah. Anyway, so this is uh, obviously by Stone, my favorite <laughs> brewery. We already talked about the Enjoy By series. They're always fantastic. Mm-hmm. And this one reads, there's more than one recipe for independence. This edition of our brewed to be enjoyed now, not by. <laughs> IPA is a fruitfully fresh new variant loaded with real tangerine and pineapple for maximized summer celebrations. Whether you crack into this one as soon as you get home or hold on to it until the 4th of July, make sure to enjoy it before the fireworks end as usual. And independence doesn't have to mean keeping it all to yourself, especially if you got some independently minded friends and family to share it with. That's us. So this is a an IPA, Imperial Double IPA. I'm pretty sure Stone wrote this for us because they're going to sponsor us next. I hope so. <laughs> it rings in at a 9% ABV and 75 IBUs. Beautiful. And only 1, 1,400 check-ins, so we're pretty early on this one. When does it have a can date? Let's see. It's probably... 525. Look so at that. We're really weeks, early yeah. on on this one. And it's already at a solid 4.02 out of 5. These all float around right at 4 star. Right. They're all As fantastic. They yeah. The only one I didn't really love, they did like a chocolate one for Valentine's I Day. One. I don't think I had like that one. Like four, it was two like fourteen, probably 18 or 19 oh, or 17 that. that came out. It was good, but it was it was like kind of weird. But the rest of them have always been outstanding. And nice can, very patriotic. Mm-hmm. Kind of old American like tattoo style if you look at it, right? Mm-hmm. 
Americana. So anyway, I don't think there's much more to say about this. Uh, so let's get to drinking it. I love their tabs, too. I don't know if we ever mentioned that. A little gargoyle in them? Yeah. yeah. I was looking at that. Ooh, that smell. Yum. Yummy. That Very after- cold. It's not the coldest. I've got. Coldest. I just bought it and <laughs> brought it straight here. So it is ninety out though. Yeah, it was a scorcher. I changed my oil and it was fucking hot. Yum, that is so fruity, and that mm-hmm. aftertaste is like straight tangerine. Very reminiscent of Cham- Tangerine Express. Not getting much pineapple. Not me either. <laughs> That's what I was trying to get the pine. I mean, I think I get like that. Just like the note of the. Like the tartness of a pineapple, but not really. It smells like it. I think I get the pineapple because personally, I don't love like the pineapple and IPA like combination or even like the citrus. It just kind of tastes more like it's good, right? It's very good, but yeah, tread lightly like that, (laughs) (laughs) like cleaning taste. You know, sure. If it was cold, might be a little different. <laughs> that's so. that's Kyle's. It is cold. Yeah, it's, it's not warm. It's a pretty good though. temperature for a beer, actually. Kyle just likes ruining all of the taste notes by making it ice cold. So mm-hmm. it does. You can't taste. <laughs> so you anything. can't taste the actual notes of the beer. <laughs> I'm liking this. Well, if it's gonna be like that, then imperial stout, thirty-two degrees. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Those are supposed to be drank the warmest. Yeah. If it's a fruity double IPA. Actually, Belgians are. Some some to serve them uh, room temperature or cellar temp. I'm liking this a lot. I don't. It's all right. The last enjoy by was slightly better. That was one that was fantastic. I just like I just like the the, the just the standard. Yeah, it would have been 420. Mm-hmm. I just like their state. I don't like when they do variations. Really, I do. I do. I, I appreciate four, it, but isn't like it always the 420. That's just kind of a no, because Halloween's usually normal. Halloween, That's I thought, was like orange or something last time. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's a burper. It's an amazing oh. IPA. I mean, they're always great. They don't mess up IPAs. No, I mean, no. They're That's the, their they're thing. literally the best. Uh, uh, well, apparently that one is the best, but I've never tried them. Treehouse or? Yeah, but you got to think, that's one beer. Stone, no, their entire, IPAs everything they make is only IPAs. Or were we? I don't think so. I think so. But Stone also does other beers that are fact check me better. Mm. That'd be very stupid, kind of. If a brewery only did IPAs, I think that's kind of corny. I don't. Uh, from what it looks like, it's pretty much just IPAs, mm-hmm. and they're all like almost five. Maybe they just specialize oil. in those. What's wrong with that? Stick to your wheelhouse. They have a blonde, pale ale, stout. They have a stout. Oh, there you go. Is it also almost five stars? It is. We definitely need to make a trip to Boston sometime and go to that. It's in Virginia. What? Treehouse? I thought it was Massachusetts. Like Charlton or something. Carlton. Oh, yeah, it is. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think it's okay. I think Jacob thinks it's awesome. Uh, I I do think it's it's awesome. Really good. Yeah. He's biased towards stone, though. (laughs) That's not untrue. (laughs) 
as they should be. When you when like you're this consistent, stone, I like a lot of stone beers. Yeah, they get the bump. Like Great Notion, apparently. Apparently, apparently, <laughs> we'll see. Uh, we'll be the judge of that. I, I think th- for the episode, what we're gonna do is instead of feature a beer, we're going to feature the brewery and try like a bunch of yeah. Because he said he's been saving up some, right? Yeah, he's got a ton. So there you go, heavyweight or uh, extraordinaire? What is it? Extraordinary. I got the badge. Number 1,000. I think the next one's like 2,500 or something. I'm five away from 400 now. But I'm going to get to 500 by the end of the year. I also got that thing. It's changing. Yeah. That's a dynamic badge. It's reactive. You enjoyed two American craft beers that are enjoyed around the world. Hmm. I feel like a lot of beers I have are enjoyed around the world. So, Jacob, what's the uh, tie-in here? None. Got anything for us? <laughs> no, I just wanted... Uh, this was my thousand beer. I just wanted to pick Come it. Come on. Pull something out. Uh, s- notice how this has a devil-like gargoyle coil <laughs> character. And there were statues in Conjuring. Here's what, we th- here's what we're also going to do. This, you know, uh, uh, America, Independence, was started in the New England era- area. The newest Conjuring was based in the New England area. Boom. There you go, Jacob. Perfect That's exactly time. what I was thinking. And then, it, you know. And it was an American movie. American movie. Exactly. American actors. American actors. Yeah. Amazing. And we enjoyed, Enjoy by yeah, we enjoyed this movie by this date. <laughs> Did we enjoy it, though? Oh. Enjoy. That's the question. Ed. Warren. E. E. <laughs> Perfect tie-in. That's probably the closest tie-in I've had yet. This is the most close-knit, like, <laughs> like it's as airtight as a quiet. Like place. I probably Let's could go. just set this down here, like conjuring. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this screams. Look at this can. This screams the devil made me do it, and like the devil told me to get this, and they say Satan himself rose from hell <laughs> to tell me to buy this, and beer. they say that the third beer is the devil. So we just have to drink and three of them. There's six of them. <laughs> six. One of the part of one third of the mark of the beast. Cool. Okay. You guys <laughs> ready to? <laughs> I mean, great, great tie-ins. Um, you ready to get into this? Yeah. All right. We're talking the conjuring. The devil made me do it. Are um, we starting with the third one? Yeah. This isn't. We're not. I don't think our reviews for the other two are gonna be that long. It's not yeah. gonna be like a quiet place. I think this whole. I don't think. I don't think talking about. Short. I don't think talking about those movies or talking about this movie is going to spoil anything in those movies. Mm-hmm. Like it would have with Quiet Place, because that's no. Like a they're direct, all just. It's basically yeah. a series He's, of exactly. They're just like stories. They're their own stories, but separate. But the they're same, all based on true stories. Yeah, the same two <laughs> leads exactly. Okay. Uh, the Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It, is written by James Wan, story by James Wan, David Leslie Johnson McGoldrick, um, characters by Chad Hayes. Okay, directed by Michael Chavez, who directed Curse of La Llorona, which is in the same universe. Mm-hmm. Stars Patrick Wilson, Vera Farmiga, Rory O'Connor, uh, Sarah Catherine Hook, Julian Hilliard, John Noble, Jacob, your boy. Yep. (laughs) Uh, Plot synopsis reads, The Warrens investigate a murder that may be linked to a demonic possession. 
Let's take a listen to a clip. Look, I don't think he should get the death sentence either. But I am not going before a grand jury and saying he was possessed by demons. It's never been done. Yes, it has. It's been done twice in England. The Michael Taylor case was just a few right, years ago. Let me rephrase that. It's never been done successfully. Then let us help you. Because Ed and I have proven the existence of the demonic hundreds of times. You've proven it to the church. This is a court of law. The standards of evidence are completely different. The court accepts the existence of God every time a witness swears to tell the truth. I think it's about time they accept the existence of the devil. Jacob. Kyle. What did you think of The Conjuring? The devil made me do it. I did not really like it that much. I liked it. <laughs> no. And <laughs> don't use that. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, even going back to the first one, The Conjuring has been a series that has never wowed me. Let's just throw that out there. So maybe I had some negative bias going into this. I went from, you know, Insidious, which I loved, mm-hmm. James Wan, and then he went Conjuring, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I don't get it. Yet it seemed like Conjuring was the one that blew up, right? Insidious. I know a lot more people who have not seen Insidious than people who have not seen The Conjuring. Well, con- I mean, we're talking if we're talking critical praise too, it's significantly higher rated than Is it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's got- uh, we'll get when we talk about one, we'll get to more of that later. So, you I have wa- to look at like to me just quickly on that note look at the concepts like conceptually the conjuring is much more Ground. marketable oh, yeah. and uh relatable to people for some reason than insidious like i think insidious is though. much more interesting like just the premise the idea everything about it is more interesting Astral than projecting yeah i mean this one kind of has that too well no this is all like based on real people's stories mm. truth religion yeah so on a whole, anytime it says like based on a true story, I know that's like a thing that people are like, oh, but like as someone who doesn't believe in demons or ghosts or anything, that doesn't add anything to me. Every time I see that, it almost makes me I'm like, oh, I wish it wasn't. They didn't put that at all. I get why they put it, because the people who do believe in that kind of stuff are like, whoa, but it does nothing for me. Even the lines at the end, it's like, and then this happened. I'm like, okay, duh, obviously, <laughs> because it's not real. Anyway, <laughs> uh, can you prove that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how do they prove? How do they make the voices then? By, I mean, have you actually heard recordings of people with multi multiple personality disorder? Yes. They make a lot of different voices. I watch. Look Session at voice eight. actors; they can sound like a bunch of different things. Yeah, we're also talking about an eight-year-old kid, though. <laughs> anyway. <coughs> this is after, like, they were blown up by then, too. Like, a- I think Amityville was, like, one of their biggest cases, wasn't it? Like, one of their starting cases? Yeah, which was... And that was yeah. that is, like, one of the biggest cases to be proven 100% false. Like, there's nothing true to Amityville. And that's, like, what started them. So, they're going to keep that fame going any way they can. Yeah. To make money. <laughs> I mean, they even, and even in the, what is it, the second one, they're like, hey, they haven't met a house they haven't thought was haunted. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> this guy's talking sense. But yeah, it's just, I mean, most horror movies don't scare me, but that's why a lot of times I like those slow building ones. You think the witch or like hereditary that like just create this oppressive atmosphere that 
just makes you feel like something's off. And that works so much more effectively for me than something like this, which like cheap. It did the cheapest jump scares, which are not scary. I didn't even jump. They're so predictable jump scares, like so predictable. And like when he was looking through that hole, I'm like, obviously there's not going to be the jump scare there is going to because that's the red herring. <laughs> oh, and there's the jump scare right after that when he turns around and just the story itself didn't make a lot of sense. Oh, my God. I was so like, I mean, I wasn't like confu- I wasn't confused by the end, but I had the same thought. I was like, what is going on? What are the motivations here? What are we working towards? Yeah. And it was like really confusing even how they reacted. Right. So it starts out. I mean, our, we're doing general. Impressions yeah. OK, here. never mind. Biggest favorite it. thing to do is go on the whole thing. I know. <laughs> okay. Okay. And then Sorry. We don't, we don't get to talk. And then. go ahead and talk. I didn't. I did not really like this movie much. Okay. Um, I didn't mind it, and I think it fits right in the same tone as the rest of them. And That's true. Either you like the conjuring or you don't, and if you do like them, which I enjoyed them more in a previous life than I do now, but pre-critical I, eye. Yeah, but I still do enjoy. A good universe, you know, like I can appreciate. And they're doing, they're trying. I mean, I've seen like almost all of these. I have, the and I haven't liked any of the universe. Well, like I said, you're either in or you're out. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're not going to, another movie's not going to change the fact. Like, either you don't like this type of movie anyway. So, you know, like it's not, you're not bought into it. Yeah. But I can, I appreciate that what the amount of work they've done building the characters, building, you know, the entire lore of it. And, you know, you have Annabelle involved in it. You have the nun, which created the, um, which was uh, prevalent in the second one. Um, So I think it fits perfectly in line. I don't think that this one's any worse or any better than the other two, to be honest. Like, they're right. I think they're all pretty even even keeled in in terms of overall feel. Um, You know, acting is average you know um music average (laughs) you know everything's like pretty you know average i think that this one had the had the um benefit of better special effects because it's obviously seven years newer than the first conjuring because i think that came out in 14 probably had a bigger budget too yeah right Uh, i thought i don't know i bet the second one probably has the biggest of the three that would be my guess yeah well i mean i thought the first one was mostly practical effects right there was or all, all practical effects I no there was i mean she floated and stuff yeah you could do that practically yeah but i don't know <laughs> either way there was a lot of practical effects in the first one this one definitely leaned more into but i still feel like they have the same tone in terms of like i don't think that this one looked bad like it, the effects that were used were good um so yeah i I didn't hate it, didn't love it. And like I said, I think it falls right in line with the other the other two. I think that there's other movies in the series that are a lot worse than this one. I think well, yeah, the, they're like the second they're the spin-offs. The Annabelle The first Annabelle is the worst, yeah. isn't it? I they're both I pretty bad. I think Annabelle's are both awful. There's three though, but the third oh, one Oh, I haven't seen the third one. The third one's supposed to be the best one because it's directed by David F. Sandberg. Well damn. I've only seen the first two and I'm like, well I'm done with this series. Yeah, well and I haven't yeah, seen it. Then the nun so. was had my boy in it, so it's obviously horrible. Your boy in it? Yeah, Ben what's his fucking name? He's oh in the grudge. yeah, 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 yeah. 
Oh, the God, Spanish guy. Yeah, your boy from The Grudge. It's you and Jacob. One boy. of the worst movies I've ever seen. <laughs> What's his name? Fuck. Ben. Oh, it starts with a B. I'll go. You can look it up. Yep. Um, go ahead. I think if you take elements from each three of these movies, you could make one really good horror movie. Like the the effectiveness of the scares, maybe in the second one. The story, the grounded story of this one, the third one, and maybe like the direction of the first one, something like that. I would have to think more about it, but kind of an amalgamation of those things. Uh, So really the only thing I liked about this movie was the grounded nature of the story. I am right with Jacob where all of this stuff is so stupid to me because it's obviously not real and they're like trying to pass it off as real as a true story like you need to be scared because this could happen to you <laughs> like <laughs> no it's so dumb yeah and the thing with like insidious is the horror is kind of the same i think it's i think insidious is a a slower build which also makes it more effective but um by the end they kind of blow their load and get in your face just like these are i think the horror in these are like two in your face and a lot of it is just corny well, it's just too much. It's like the whole time. So it, I don't know. It doesn't build. Doesn't build that like suspense. That it, yeah. like overbearing. I think pressure. James Wan has a problem with that in terms it's of just making like, his. It gets yeah. tiring by the end of it. You're like, okay, I already know the threat. I already know what's going on. It's just not like it's yeah. just tiring. But in Insidious, it does it. I think it does it pretty effectively. Like I don't get how, why in those in the first two Conjuring's, he did like went so in your face with it, because. Ultimately, what is this? It's a horror movie. It's supposed to scare you. And yeah, like I don't think a lot of horror movies are that effective, but none of these like these scares in these movies just are so the they just comes off as so corny. Basic. Like so and yeah, basic like the jump scares are bad. Like, yeah, there's a lot of moments I can point to, which we'll get into in the first two. But uh, this has that same problem. Like you said, the jump scares are. Telegraph. Telegraphed. You can see I mean, him coming from a mile away. Anybody who has watched any like any level of yeah, like and t- even like the creature, <laughs> like the the what you're supposed to be looking at as far as like is this looking at this scary? No. no. You know? And that's yeah. what the second one has a little bit of that, which we'll talk about. But this doesn't have any or, of that. The which best like thing, Insidious does have. Yeah, right. Like the just Darth Maul. Yeah, Darth Maul, yeah, for sure. It, I mean, I thought it was scary back when I well, first Well, that was 2010. It. Yeah, and it comes, it's something that, it's not a jump scare that's like telegraph. Like, that is something that like just genuinely catches you off guard. It's just crazy. It the works. second one had a really good scene it's that like it gives I think you, that you appreciate it too. It just we'll gives see. you that like <laughs> chill. You're just like, oh, fuck. You yeah. Know? Like, yeah, well, Insidious was, but also if you guys, so James Wan obviously directed Insidious and these. But you know who well, the first I, one. First but two. You know who wrote? Oh, he wrote. He directed. He did direct the second first two. Yeah. Oh. yeah. And do you know who wrote? He did. He, he has. He has a. Uh, <laughs> what is it? A pattern. He directs the first two chapters of these universes and then dips out. He did Insidious one and two, out. Conjuring one and two. Do you know who wrote? <laughs> the first Insid- who wrote Insidious? Lee Winnell. Yep. Do you know who directed oh, the third yeah. Insidious? Lee Winnell. I think that maybe that's why you like the story better. Hmm. That could be because um, him and James Wan worked on the best Saw. Saw one, mm-hmm. which I like. And so James Wan by himself, yeah, I don't. And also I think. upgrade. <laughs> well, did James Wan have anything to do with that? No. Okay. <laughs> but 
James Wan should have stepped in for Invisible Man to turn that piece of shit into oh something my. good. Kyle needs to rewatch that one. <laughs> he does. He's wrong about that one. Anyway, Just we're like talking about The Conjuring. Shut up. Shut we're, up. we're talking about The Conjuring. The best thing about The Third Conjuring, to me, is going back to this, is the story. Like, the Satanists, and yeah, they, they obviously do some like paranormal things, but it's through the eyes of Ed and Lorraine, so like kind of how they see it. But I really liked how they took people's perspective and said that they're just like imagining these things. And then when it when it shows people what other people are seeing, it's like just them. I mean, that's really what it is. A lot of these cases are just mental illness. Yeah. Like undiagnosed mental illness. And that's what it is. I wish they would focus on that, but they have to do it through the eyes of Ed and Lorraine and make it paranormal and bullshit. But I like how the film chose to show that, that it's just them like imagining things and freaking themselves out. Yeah. Which was different from the other ones. Right. Which like they pretty much put like there was a hint of like skepticism in the second one with like you said the guy that um, pretty much calls him out. Well, the girl does. They have to do this investigation and stuff, and yeah, like there's that hint of skepticism in the second one, which is completely devoid from the first one. It's pretty much all just like, yeah, this is true. But this one I think really does a better job of focusing on that, and I just like that grounded nature of these Satanists like doing these things, and they're the ones behind it, and it's not like. Well, it ends up being a demonic being or whatever, but it's really just like a flesh and blood person, right? That they're trying to stop in this one. Yeah. Denethor's daughter. Yes. <laughs> Spoiler alert. So that's my general thoughts. Yeah, everything else, um, I do think it is in the same realm like you as the other two. Like I said, I think all of them are about on the same, roughly on the same level there's pieces of each of them that I like and pieces, more pieces that I dislike in all of them. But yeah, it's it's a little bit weaker than the first two in the end because the first two are more like simple stories. Like, and this once again is a horror movie and it's not scary at all. That's pretty much the biggest problem with all of these, I think, is is it effective at doing horror? So that's what you're there for. If if a comedy movie wasn't funny, no matter like how well it's made, are you gonna like love it? <laughs> no, it's supposed to be funny. Yeah. So that's where I came down. Uh okay, so it sounds like Jacob wants to get into spoilers and we'll be able to talk freely about the plot at this point. If you care about any of the conjurings, I guess, if you haven't seen them, most people have. But specifically the conjuring, the devil made me do it. Fast forward, skip ahead, look at the show notes. It'll be in there. So spoilers, Jacob, you wanted to say something. So, yeah, what confused me. So you talked about the ground in nature and it made sense for most of it. But like when the plates are flying out and hit the priest in the head and then like they're all seeing this crazy thing happening. Right. The kids breaking his back and like Mm -hmm. bending all weird and shit. And then the 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 Arnie picks up the kid is like take me instead and sees his weird fucking eyes and then it goes into him mm-hmm. and then they just act like everything's fine after that and they're like so surprised when weird things start happening well they didn't know that that happened but they but here's the thing but you know, he I knows agree it happened there's yeah they 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 make a point to show Patrick Wilson right they make a point to show Ed like looking at him like watching this happen and it's like what like he was there right then it's like he didn't say like yeah, you're probably possessed now or whatever. Yeah. I thought the same thing. He's like, he's what, like the camera makes a point to show 
Ed Warren watching this uh, take place, them yeah. saying, take take me instead. He's like looking at him. And then after that, like nothing. And then well, he was in a coma, wasn't he? He had a heart attack. No, but he saw it. As soon as he woke up, he said, Arnie. Get yeah, a hold but Arnie. Also, they called. No, I'm saying, but also the Arnie knew that he did something. I know, but then wasn't They there all knew that that happened. He knew that. No, so Ed's the only one that saw it happen. Yeah, but Arnie did it. Yeah, but you could, I mean, you could argue the fact that he got possessed and it like he forgot. I'm just saying when, when things, weird things start happening and they're so surprised weird things are happening. When they literally I mean, saw no one, plates fly but out. But no one knows fucking, when they like, get possessed. That's the I'm whole ideology. Everybody, everybody but, acted like so surprised when weird things started happening again. What weird thing happened though before Ed before they found out and announced it to him? Nothing. Yeah, there were weird things that were happening after they after Ed told him to call and said that something's yeah, bad going to happen. Or it's as soon as Ed came attack. out of the coma, he said, "Get a hold of Arnie." <clears throat> I know, but they she called, were surprised. She was like surprised that Arnie started acting weird, and he she was surprised know. things were happening. But they knew that this weird thing, demon thing, existed. Yeah, but but. She, uh, Lorraine was under the impression that the demon got expelled because she, when he, she woke up, she said, why would they think that though? Because they had, they did the whole, they didn't finish it though. Yeah. But they, they didn't see Arnie get, uh, uh, possessed. So they're under deception. David's fine. Little kid's fine. So why would they assume that the demon wasn't? So David, he later talked like he had memories of what had happened. He doesn't remember that he saw his thing transferred to Arnie. You forget, like, the whole entire... He didn't forget. He's like, are you cold all the time? Sometimes. He forget. He remembers the ambiance, but he doesn't remember getting possessed. The entire ideology of possession, like, every time a possession happens, they don't know what's happening. Like, it just kind of happens. They black out. Like, every... I mean, this happens in every yeah, possession. Yeah, but literally, movie. instantly after Arnie told him to take him instead and saw his eyes do, everything went down back to, like, calmed. Yeah, because it wasn't active at the time. It had to transfer. But why was he so surprised? Like, so, weird things are happening. Well, Wouldn't he be like, well, maybe, actually, that thing did come into me now. I mean, I don't... He saw this kid, like, stab a guy and stuff. He, I don't know if he they was They remembered that. Though. Like, they remembered that happening. I don't think he... It didn't give a tone that he was surprised that it was happening. He was just scared that it was happening. They were, like, had no idea what was going on. They all acted like, what was happening? I mean... It's like, obviously, the demon moved to someone else. Yeah, but why would you expect that? Uh, they thought the demon was expelled. Ha- why would he not expect that? Jake, because... Because, like I said, it doesn't. You don't realize you're getting possessed. That's the entire. But as soon as weird shit starts happening, after what is he gonna say? Sh- hey guys, I think a demon's got me. Yeah, because I. <laughs> yeah, he got put into jail, and then he fucking was scared. He knew that something Not, was happening. Weird stuff was happening before that. Remember the chainsaw? I think scene Jacob. I think you watched this on your phone again. I remember the chainsaw scene. Yeah. That was he before sees that. The, he, he said, sees "I feel the, sick." Yeah. Uh, late the girl. He knows something's happening, but it all hap- It's rapid. And he that. doesn't tell anybody. Like, okay, you. know. It was the same day. He I stabbed told, the dude and got put in jail the same day. But he didn't say anything the whole time before that. Hey, by the way, I told the demon to come inside it's me. It's that. It's just. It's a trope. Like I know what you're yeah. saying. Yeah. I. I. I kind of forgot that Ed had was in a coma because they kind of just gloss over it. Like he. Yeah. He is like wakes up in a hospital, but. There's the point where he does say that he wakes up and um, and says it is Arnie. But 
as someone that like in a horror movie, they always try to deny, deny, deny until it's like uh, shit's like really pushed, you know, hit the fan and like there's no going back. Like that's yeah, to this me, is, it's just a, t- a horror movie trope. Like it's a they possession always do. Yeah, he specifically he like yeah. thinks he sees something and it's like, well, instead of like taking precautions, he's just like, oh, maybe I didn't see. Anything. Or maybe he's he's like, maybe yeah. I'm just he's like, yeah, I saw a person in the window, but I'm just going to pretend I didn't see a person in the window. I know, but I, I don't want to tell people. But that. like there's still claw marks in the walls and stuff that the kid clearly didn't do. Right. I know. But what so does that, that kind of break? I mean, that, that kind of breaks the thing that it's like him actually doing it, the kid or something doing it. Because the claw marks were appearing behind the kid, and everybody saw the claw marks; they were still there. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like just the. I know, but what does that have to do with Arnie? No, I'm just saying the story in general does not make any sense. Like, yes, it seems like it's grounded. Like, oh yeah, the kid—they're actually doing it, and they're just crazy. But at the same time, there's like actual. No, stuff I don't think. Happening. No, so Kyle was saying, Kyle's saying that the tone feels more grounded, but obviously it's still paranormal. Like. Like there's some there's an entity that is controlling them, but you kind of it's kind of skeptical to lean into the fact that that maybe it is just these Satanists and maybe it is a mental illness. I think that they were well, not they were leaning, plates flying out. I know, but they were leaning. I think what they have to put that in there, too. But what like, he's saying is it's leaning. It's the movie is putting you directing you towards maybe it's just them thinking that it's manifested, but it's actually still paranormal. Versus Conjuring 1 and 2 were more like, oh, we know this is a demon. This one was more like, it's like the Satanists. I mean, in the first one, things. they like didn't believe it was a demon for a long time. What? Like the family stuff, the dad's all like, I don't know about that. It, like his only thing. The first like, one? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Right. But it's still they, like when they came in, they knew it was... Like she saw the demon, the shadow behind, like yeah. walking around everyone. So like from the jump, you knew that it was paranormal. This one kind of alludes to the fact that maybe it is paranormal. Maybe they're just no, imagining because things. The plates and the but there's claw still marks and stuff. there's still a slight bit of ambiguity versus the first one. But the, like what you're saying, Jacob, is like again through the eyes of. Ed and Lorraine, like that's what the whole movie is. No, right? it showed the claw marks and scenes when they weren't even there. They were there, though. They were yeah, there. but like that. What I'm saying is that that this story is adapted from their tellings, right? So they could say plates were flying out and shit, and they're like, "Oh, okay, let's put that in." Yeah, you always have to think that this is from <laughs> the perspective of like this entire story is what they told, like like the saying, "History is written by those like it's told by those who wrote it." So they're saying their recollection of it. So James Wan has to take their story that they put on paper or in tapes and put it onto film. I'm just so saying what they're saying <clears throat> was plates were flying and shit. So obviously he has to put that in the movie because that's what they said. Or just to add again, cli- or to tropes add, and cliches like horror, horror movies. Tropes, yeah. <laughs> it's things just flying around Lorraine the room. has these crazy powers where she can sense things that have happened, like even when she wasn't there and stuff and she was actually there and she's just like, yep, we did it. Spirit gone. Well, it's because she didn't touch Arnie. And the connection was still with Katie or whoever. She, she couldn't feel it. She, she didn't. Could, she could only feel the connection because the connection between the whatever Isla or whatever the connection between her, it was with Katie still. That's why she had to feel the dead body to get the true connection because it was still, 
with that body because it never left. Because normally it moves on, but when she w- killed herself, the, connect- the, the, the true connection is still with that body because it was never able to move on. The powers are going to work in whatever convenient way exactly. keeps their narrative going. Yeah. That's what you have to think about, too. So when you're watching these movies, you always have to take that grain of salt. as like, we're, we're listening yeah, to somebody, some from somebody. Yeah, because some skeptic could ask her, like, why yeah, is it I this way? Why that. is it this way? Is this All way? I was saying, they were acting so surprised that weird things were happening again when they literally saw all these weird things happen. Well, like I said, they were on the assumption that it was gone. But they literally saw the weird things already happen. They're acting like they'd never seen weird things happen before. They didn't, I don't think they acted like that. They did act like that. Uh, are you thinking, you're not thinking about the flashback because it does a little weird thing with time where it says we have to go back to the beginning and then when he sees in the bed is actually before all of that mm. happened? Okay. No, just yeah, mean, just like making sure. When Arnie starts <laughs> acting weird. But it, that happened so quickly because he like started walking down the street with blood all over him. Oh, that was after he killed the guy. Right. But I'm saying that was all the same day. Yeah. So right. he was on the chainsaw, saw the thing, dropped, started getting sick, thought that thought that Bruno or whatever was the demon, killed oh him, and God. then starts Can walking. Can we talk about him real quick? That yeah, guy that was oh terrible. God. Horrible. What was, the point was of, vomit. what was the point of that character at <laughs> Just all? Just to be the f- guy to kill. Yeah, the one that dies. The stupid com- comic relief funny it wasn't funny though well i know but he was was it works into the plot that he owns that and they live there rent free so i don't know they have to have him around yeah well i mean he probably was that could have been the real guy too like the actual yeah like direct tie-in because this was in reality this story is much more interesting than this movie like i wish they focused on the court case because this was a landmark court case this was the first time I think the first time mm-hmm. that somebody tried to argue demonic possession it is. in the court. That's what the, I mean. They, they say don't show it. anything about that. It's the most interesting thing. Yeah, <laughs> which they, I know it goes against like the hor- it wouldn't be a horror movie then. Which but I think it would be a much more interesting movie. Which I I know, but also it made the ending the way they did it made the ending so stupid. Well, oh, then it it's like because they made you watch it and they're like, you actually saw this crazy shit actually happening, and then they're like, but he was found guilty it's like yeah because none of that crazy <laughs> shit actually happened yeah, yeah he but he wasn't found guilty of murder that was what was huge yeah, about yeah he was he was convi- manslaughter like, yeah because oh. it wasn't premeditated yeah yeah but man's but that's still like he physically killed somebody it's still murder but he got tra- he got charged with no, manslaughter. murder is he premeditated it. no it's not if you shoot somebody in the forehead it's it's still that's you murder. get charged for murder well, there's pre there's no that could be manslaughter, pre, but premeditated is a different sentence. You can still get charged with murder. For no, killing murder somebody. means you planned it. Manslaughter means you didn't plan it. But they okay. Either way, they still gave him manslaughter because of demonic possession. They could have gave him manslaughter because it was ruled. You was know that ruled, for a fact. It was ruled that they that the defense won the possession argument. I mean, he only got five years. Yeah, but that doesn't mean anything. You can get, you can have your sentence lessened. Like he had no other priors. Like yeah, like you could yeah, be convicted of that. Like, Just because you're convicted doesn't mean the prosecution is going to get what they want. The prosecution wanted the death penalty. The judge is going to ultimately rule what the sentence is. Yeah, but they obviously 
It worked. I'm just right? saying, like, I do. Who kinda, knows? Do you know that? I don't know. It kind of made. They never, like, I wish they talked about it. But like, they don't. it kind of like made no sense, right? Because there were other people watching him float through the fucking air and shit. Like that one lady was literally on the other side of the window watching this happen, and like, then they're like, "Oh yeah, that didn't happen." <laughs> like, if there was that much strong witnesses, how would it still end in manslaughter? But you were right. Manslaughter is an unlawful killing that doesn't involve malice aforethought. Yeah. So, un, pre, not they, premeditated. If they <laughs> thought he was just crazy and killed someone, that's manslaughter. If they, if he's just a normal person who's like, I want to kill that guy. Yeah, like they murder. might have argued demonic possession, but they could have changed it or they could have just gotten across the point that he was crazy because they had... The girlfriend as a witness who said I was there and that wasn't like let's him. say you're walking down the street someone fucking hits on your girlfriend you kill them that's manslaughter because you didn't know that guy was gonna hit on your girlfriend that day and you're gonna kill him but let's say they hit on your girlfriend and you're like okay I need to kill this guy because he did that then you go and kill that guy that's murder Boom. Okay, that's all like besides the point. <laughs> uh, what what was I gonna say? Uh, something. God damn it. Okay, let's just talk about the the ending, I guess, quickly because we did touch on it before, and I said the ending was terrible. The whole idea that they have to destroy like the altar right and then it gets confusing with like the motivations of this girl she's obviously they're satanist right and they want to please this demon which and is kind of weird about because like satanists worship satan yeah who the fuck yeah, is but this all of demon? his men uh, but it's satan and all of his minions which demons are his minions but, but actual really satanism like is actually not like that at all. and they don't get into like this it's called like the black ram or something like that yeah. Also, something more interesting than yeah. The I wish I would have, like learn more about that. And I think I I was confused. Like I thought it was I thought it was leaning in this direction that uh, John Noble was like behind it all, which would have been much more interesting. Like a failed priest turned Satanist. But then, like at the end, I was confused. Like, wait, was he actually? Was I that think what that would have been doing, corny. Or what? What was I his think motivation? It, the girl we don't even know. Like we have no idea who she is. It's, 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 it was her daughter. His daughter. Yeah, I get that, but who is she? Like she's just a yeah, she's he, just a he, Satanist. Yeah, but he was a failed priest. That's why he's, he he like failed her. Or not even a failed priest. Sorry, a, a retired priest that he. Well, he thought he was. No, failed. no, no. Okay, I misspoke. A priest that goes to investigate Satanism to try to help them and gets pulled in. That is much more interesting. Yeah, but somebody I, that follows yeah. God and goes to investigate Satanists and ends up getting I think pulled that into their been cult. Like too cliche. Are you fucking kidding? But he, you don't know what cliche is. We're talking about shame being cliche. No, These if movies you're like, are the definition. If of you're cliche. like, oh, the guy was helping him, and then all along he was involved in it. Like that's like Scooby Doo fucking. But that's what mystery. they kind of were leading it to. So what was his motivation then for he like locking motivation. the door and stuff? He just locked. So the door. he was. That's what I'm saying. Is it the movie makes it unclear? Was he? A part of it, yeah, or, or not? Maybe to keep his daughter out. I don't know. No, because I don't know. I it I made so, no I sense. Honestly, it made no sense. And they talk about the sacrifices all the time. Like, 
they say they need. He says at one point like what they need specifically. Three, yeah. And then it's never made clear like who are they trying like who are the people matching these sacrifices? Yeah, they do. Right. Like the boy. It said the child. Yeah. The lover, Arnie, and the guy that worships God, uh, Patrick, uh, Ed. That was your trilogy. That was right. But they go after other people also. Like it. Not to it possess gets, them, It gets though. muddled. Who they go after? Lorraine. They never the went after pre- Lorraine. The guy. Yeah, the she literally John tried to stab her in the eye. John Noble. Yeah, that was also. after the fact. When they when she slits John Noble's throat, I thought that was like, oh, that's the guy who. No, because that wasn't. That why wasn't did she kill involved. him? Though that's what I'm saying is like it's so confusing. Why was he killed? Because he was gonna like shoot her or something. Why was he going to shoot her? Because he needed to stop her. So he, was he involved or not? Why did he lock the door then? To keep her out. I still don't get it. Like, is he involved? No, is he with, he's is he not, with his no, he's is he not. with his daughter no way. or is he, wants, he with Ed and Lorraine? But like, he's with Ed and Lorraine. Look how they like filmed it. And that, why so would they confusing. make it so creepy? Like she walks in, Locks like the, 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 the way keep, it was all f- sounded like Oh, by the river. I have to go now. And like, cause he's going to that. <laughs> totally and agree. The way they led you to think this, that he's involved in it. And then yes. literally they make a whole cut to show you him locking the door after she out, entered. Yeah. That doesn't how it feel though. Why would he be so secretive about it? He'd been like, I don't know. Like it just, the way they made, I don't, they I think, were leading I you mean, to believe this. No, because I, I agree. They said the tunnels underground, like he knew she was obsessed with Satan. Yeah. But then they said, it's by the river. Oh no, she's going to the guy by the river. Like it made you think that he was involved, and then he, he creepily locked know, the door that, behind her. But he wasn't involved. And then his daughter was. He is for okay. So he's with Ed and Lorraine. Why not spill the beans when they first meet him? Yeah. Because why doesn't he just lay everything out there? Because he, he he knows the he's, yeah, if he's, he's on their back, side, then yeah. he's hi- why is he hiding stuff? Because it's his daughter. <laughs> Paternal instinct. Yep. Then you said he's locking the door to protect her because from he came the to the realization that there was I, I nothing to stop her. I just don't feel like that's what they were trying to lead you to think. Though. I mean, or I if it. that is, if you're right, the movie still fails at that, at portraying that. That could all to be you, true. Maybe. Are you I kidding me? It. Yeah, I gotta find five screen round articles to read on this bullshit. I should not have to do that for a Conjuring movie. I mean, I got it. I thought it was pretty simple. Okay, well, 66% of the people here didn't. Well, maybe you guys just don't get it. Yeah, we don't get shitty horror movies. That's <laughs> so shitty. complex. I don't know. I I mean, we both agree that it didn't. I, I guess we need some more weigh-ins, but I thought the same thing. I thought he was... I thought it was all he pointing was towards the fact it, that he yeah. was I don't a part think of that the Satanist The problems cult. were that. I think there's other problems other than... Oh, this is one instance, yeah. Yeah, I'm saying I'm saying we're talking about the ending but the and whole how overall that is movie confusing. Is. Like I mean, ending. I didn't I thought the ending was pretty good to be honest. And then again with the eyes, like the actual ending ending was kind of like you can't come up with anything different. <laughs> like they just did that in the second movie. What? You're going to Ed not seeing like losing his sight at the very end. Oh, I mean, that's part of the I think it's Yeah, but you just did it in the second movie. I know. He doesn't do it in the first movie. <laughs> and then he's just swinging a hammer around. Uh the power of love. Yeah, that too. Mm-hmm. It was so cheesy. <laughs> it was pretty cheesy. There was a lot of cheesy things and predictable things 
That I literally say that with every horror movie too. No, no, not every, not every, but that fall into this. Not the movies, not the horror movies that we. I know, but that fall into this. You have like yeah, this type elevated horror, horror, and then you have classic horror. Yeah, and this falls right in. Yeah, blockbuster. All the tropes were hit. You know, like you go into this movie and you're not expecting The Witch or Lighthouse or Hereditary. You're expecting a fucking two-hour jump scare popcorn eating movie but, but I, think I think you can Insidious do that is well, on the though. same level yeah and it does it well like i think insidious is on the same level as conjuring it's just done better yeah i think insidious is better too yeah but it's still like in the same vein and this is it's just um, a, a director concept. that is not anywhere i mean i don't even think james wan is that good but he's nowhere near james wan this is the guy that directed the curse of la your own what's supposed to be the worst in the probably in the universe oh conjuring uh universe. the nun was pretty bad well, I haven't seen the nun, but I I haven't seen a lot of them actually. I'm just saying. I think they're. I don't like any movie. I don't like any movie in this universe. Fair. So like far. I said from the beginning, you either like, either I mean, you're not. I think the best one is Average. Yeah. Which is the first one? Arguable, arguably, mm-hmm. first or second. You can go back and forth. Yeah. Two sides of the same coin. <laughs> Uh, anything else? On the I the devil I thought I did like the 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 connection. I I I actually liked the whole underground scene. I thought that was kind of cool. Where like it was like mirrors. I thought that was and cool. she was like crawling back yeah, and it was, was like cool. And then like she like saw her perspective and then like saw the rock through mm-hmm. her eyes. So then she was like, oh. I just I thought the coolest part was when she was running and then she saw herself, and that was. Yeah, and she like, or like, she, and she's on the ground, and she goes, and she's turning back, and it's yeah, like, yeah, and then she runs away, and it's like she's chasing herself. Yeah, yeah that was cool. I like that whole scene. I that think looked that was pretty, pretty cool. cool, but then some of the green screen was really bad. Like the what? cliff looked horrible. I wouldn't say horrible, but it was. It looked really bad. It was I so. Didn't notice it. it was so noticeable. I don't even know if it, it was wasn't, green screen. It wasn't Shutter Island bad. <laughs> I didn't, think it was I, that I, didn't bad. It. I didn't notice it either. Maybe you need a better. I uh, could rewatch it. Yeah. I mean, maybe I was. I like don't know. Not looking Jessica right and I were both watching moment. this. I'm like, ooh, that's green screen. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that cliff, w- the cliff part was, but it's just, just the like, but, but the cliff out. was obviously real. Yeah, and they are real, but they weren't there. What? They're real. <laughs> <laughs> the actors in the movie are. They're not CG. The cliff is real. <laughs> The cliff is. Yeah, they both are. But I'm saying it was a green screen them there. And it, I it like they had a really weird outline around them. I It could have just been whatever their choice in their filter or whatever. I, I, color didn't, I didn't think it was. I didn't notice. But it did not look good there. I didn't think it looked. I didn't notice anything that looked glaringly bad. Any, any. I did like in this movie, too, how it was not set in one house. It's a lot of it's yeah, more locations, which is around, nice. Yeah. And they had some decent. uh Wide shots, sweeping vistas for mm-hmm. Jacob. I and they had some decent long, a lot of long shots too. Mm-hmm. Where that, I mean, even with that terrible guys are going through the house, you know, it was all one cut. It yep, looked pretty good. I also liked. Um, I thought the, the way they made Arnie look like he like moving, and it would like, he was like moving faster. Like every time he twitched, it'd be like, yeah, like, like when he stood up, it was like, yeah, and he would be like. Phew. And then you like switch, and then you like he was like crawling on the ground. Mm-hmm. I thought that looked pretty cool. 
like the I, like I said the end the climax I thought was really good actually the, the rest of it like the climax not the actual ending but like the draw up to the ending I didn't mind the ending at what all about other the, than the actual wh- the actual ending I also don't like how they threw in like random things just to like add additional scares like what what the hell was the fat the, water yeah, guy like, it was just what, uh what? it was a uh, like a henchman basically that's it. Dumb. <laughs> yeah, that was it. He looked so like the dumb. thing from fucking Scary Stories of Tell the Dark. That's what I thought he looked like. That movie was better. <laughs> That's because it's your boy produced it. Was it? G Delty. G Delty. That movie was solid. Uh, I mean, it produced or presented or whatever. Yeah, that was solid. But you want to hear my nitpicks? Yeah. I mean, there's got to be a bunch of them. I only took like two, but this one is just so dumb. Yeah, I guess nitpicks are different from. So problems. he has the holy water. The vial of holy water. It's a vial, right? And you see him start to draw the circle. Oh, yeah, I knew And that, he's yeah. pouring it out. And he goes all the way around him. Like, he would have been out a quarter I of that circle. That, I saw that. Yeah, <laughs> I saw that. Also, like, why did what? he put it in the middle of the room? <laughs> Where <laughs> so else was he going to yeah. put it? I don't know. It just felt weirdly uncomfortable to have to sit in this perfect. Well, one. he has to make sure it's a full circle around him. Even though it didn't put work, that on the chair, even though it didn't work. Yeah, but <laughs> so it, has like to be, it didn't do anything. It was completely pointless. <laughs> but it, I mean, what is he? He can't put. He has to make it. It's got to be a physical circle, like that's in the possession realm too. So he can't put it on Should a chair. Use cause salt, because then, then then it would be broken down the size of the it chair. It literally did nothing though. Yeah, but it was the. The, the thought because it wasn't actual possession or it wasn't like a demon possession it was her having control over him mm. so it like that's why he said that he could read the bible because it wasn't actually a demon that was controlling him it was her yeah. of human i don't know why they gave him a glass bottle when he's on suicide watch either well because well, the they didn't, didn't think put, that he put him on suicide yet it was supposed oh, that was I supposed to be happening subsequently no like he was like Make sure he's on twenty four hour suicide watch, but like at the same time, the priest is already like, "Here's this bottle." Oh, yeah. it's I like did not. It side by side, yeah, at the same time. I, did, I thought that was a different time. Nope, they happen. They Think happen. for one fucking second. <laughs> uh, other nitpick: the totem in the vase. Like, yeah, it was when too they big. break the vase, it's huge. <laughs> it wouldn't it's like, have fit. Did they craft <laughs> the vase around the totem? Yeah. Also, why did he crush like the flower first? Because it was oh. dying. I mean, yeah. It was like ash too. It was like but he would have dropped it, and that totem would have broke with the rest of it. Oh, I don't know, whatever it's made out of. But I just I was like, he picked up, and it was like so wide and like huge. I'm like, how did they get it in there? <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't have fit through that hole. Yeah, in the no. first. they did like building a ship in a bottle. Like, <laughs> yeah, except you can't see it at all. Maybe she's a master <laughs> potter. Yeah. Puts the totem and then just, <laughs> just builds the skull bone around. Although she has to the fire girl. it in the in the furnace. <laughs> yeah, I saw it too. I'm like, how did it? <laughs> like, yeah, even if it's in the base, how to get through the neck? She had help from the right. demon. <laughs> yeah, that's all. That's it <laughs> for my nitpicks. Only two. I mean, there's yeah, there's other small things. Mine yeah, were like the, the jump scares were none of them. Yeah, were but that's not nitpicks. at all. Yeah. Yeah. No, that Par was for the an actual this problem. Point, yeah. yeah, the third movie. Yeah, yeah, so it just wasn't scary. There was nothing that gave me chills. It was never scary at all, and it's a horror movie. Yeah, I mean, I need to get into the other two, but comparatively, like no imagery or like anything in this film that is like was effective. So, anything else on uh, the Conjuring? The Devil made me do it. No, 
Ratings out of five. So I get to rate this now live, <laughs> but you won't hear it live. <laughs> <laughs> live to us. Live to yeah. us. I give it a two. I give it a three. Perfect. I give it a 1.5. I think it could. It's a heavy 1.5. I think it is yeah, I think that was in a little line harsh. with the others. But thinking back to it, I really only really like the aspect that is like the grounded Satanist cult of it. And then they even fucked that up by the, at the end. So I, I don't know what. I don't know. Besides besides everything not being like technically awful and yeah. there's some good things. I was going to say, I didn't think you. I don't think your review just now reflected your one and a half no. star. Mine, mine, a heavy one. Mine is a like two. a heavy two, honestly, because technically I thought it was fine, but it's just it failed as a horror movie, which is fine. Yeah, and like, like I said, it, to be average, you have to have a, something there as a horror movie to be in something, you know, that gives you a chill or makes you me even twitch a little bit. Yeah, technically fine. If nothing stands out technically, then that. You're already starting at average, and exactly. then there's things that and bring that's it what down brought it down there. exactly, and that's where I yeah, those things just brought it down worse for me. And like, yeah, again, looking at it through the lens of, is this a horror movie? Is it accomplish its goal of being horrific? No, like that's a huge knock right there, and then all those other things just pile up on top of it. Okay, do you want to get into? We should just go into the. The other conjuring sin. Well, I've only seen the first one, so I've well, we'll go into th- yeah. We'll just start from the beginning. Yeah. So, we all rewatched the Conjuring, correct? Okay, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so you, you want to start, Jacob? Can kind of yeah. treat it like a yeah. Kind of treat it so, like a featured review. I mean, we can just go. Yeah, we're openly talking. This though, is seven. Yeah. Year, this is seven years old. So I I thought I remembered liking the first one more. I don't remember thinking it was scary, and I remember being disappointed that because I loved Insidious. So I was super excited for James Wan. Oh, and I remember the trailer that I'm like, ooh, that looks creepy. And then I remember watching it and I'm like, oh, that wasn't scary at all. And I felt that way this time as well. With my more critical eye, I didn't change anything. If anything, it's probably worse than what I originally thought because my God, was this movie cheesy. Well, that'd oh, be the, yeah. that'd be the critical eye part. Like <laughs> it was cheesy to like, I'm okay with campy and horror movies sometimes like, if that's what they're going for, but this didn't feel like that's what it was going for to me. Oh, it wasn't. Yeah. It felt like it was trying to be like a serious scary. It was. And it was like hilariously cheesy at times. Like it made me laugh. The only James Wan movie that I think that could go into that campiness that I, that I can think of is dead silence. Hmm. I don't know if you mm-hmm. guys seen that, but I've that's definitely can't it, yeah. be either you're on board with it or not. But yeah, like I think he the rest of my I, I think like he wants grounded. this to be serious, but he has to have his wanisms and injected comedy, which in these movies feels so forced and bad. Like there are yeah, some parts that stand out. The the dad bad. The dad was horrible. Well, he's a comedic actor. You could argue so. I don't, yeah, I've seen him, but, but I can't my, think of anything he's in. He's in Office Space. It's like his oh, biggest that's role. That's why I figured. I knew he was a TV guy. It's, it's just like no, literally... Office Space, the movie. Oh, I've never he seen it. He was like, like everybody can get on board with like the technology and stuff. You don't really need to explain it, right? I mean, everybody's seen ghost story, like movie, some kind of ghost TV show and seen these weird technologies and things. It was like he was almost there to ask the question so that they could explain the thing. <laughs> Oh my God! Like every scene, he was just clueless about what was happening, the whole time. 
Yeah. And it was like so bad. I think especially like the tree part, like this was the tree where she hung herself. He like steps weird, like out of the way of it. Oh my God. He's like, oh, what's that thing? Oh, what's that thing? Oh, hey, what's that thing you got there? Hey, that's like his whole move. That's his. He's inquisitive, Jacob. (laughs) He's a dumb truck driver. He was like a dad watching a plumber work and wanting to learn so he could do it himself next time. (laughs) He was in the man who killed. Oh, yeah. He was the man who killed Hitler and Bigfoot. Yeah. Forgot he's he like a small part. Yeah, of that he was the, with the French Canadian. Yeah, yeah, guy. <laughs> so, it w- and I don't know. It just this whole movie felt cheesy, like it was, and again, it wasn't effective at being scary. It it had a lot of the same problems this one had for me. Honestly, it was technically pretty well done. I mean, obviously, even I. I think cinematography wise, it wasn't as good as maybe this one was. It didn't have really anything interesting. Well, it's very self-contained. Yeah. So it can't really. I mean, it was early on. Yeah. You could still, what do you mean? Yeah, I mean, you could. The shot of looking under the bed and then coming back up and it flips like the view back to. Yeah, there was a lot of, there was a pretty cool. And then, yeah, like she was walking, walking down the hallway and it like went upside down and followed her. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then went back and it's. There are interesting shots. It's yeah. not like amazing, but like no. there's a lot of interesting things. There are some interesting That's just shots. like yeah. James Wan. Yeah, James Wan. <laughs> yeah. It, I guess, honestly, it had pre. I felt very similar to how I felt about the third one. Mm-hmm. Ex- except this one was cheesier to me. Absolutely. Yeah, so that that's, goes back to what I said. Like, if you take elements from each one, you could make one great horror movie, but there's just, they all are brought down by. I, I did think. This one was scarier. It wasn't scary. No, but, but in the third, for sure. Yeah, for it sure. was definitely scarier, and that's why it worked better for me. Because, yeah, like, you had the mirror, right? I mean, it's kind of a cliche thing, right? Looking in a mirror because you can't face towards the thing that's scary. Mm-hmm. But it worked. It was, was creepy, you know, with the old lady with the knife and stuff, but. Wait, what mirror are you or, talking about? Or is that the second one? No, that was the first one. That was the first one, yeah. The, the fucking twisty thing yeah, that opened it, up the mirror and it spun. Yeah, there's a, a knife spiral. with a knife in it? Yeah. yeah they she's t- like, she I only remember me do it. Yeah, that's the, when the Oh, mom, I only remember the boy in it. No, she's like, that was the, the creepiest daughter. part yeah. when she, which also was the dumbest part because she falls to the floor and his first thought isn't, let's check the basement. <laughs> yeah. He's just knocking on walls and shit. Well, like, I mean. Yeah, but why would he try the basement first? To see if maybe she and then she's down there and she runs up (laughs) out of the basement. (laughs) I don't know. It just seemed like duh, but anyway. But yeah, I I thought that part was pretty creepy. The basement part when she's just like holding the whole thing in the basement was kind of scary. The lady like, I didn't mean to do it. And then then she turns around and she's right in her face. Yeah, that's the thing. Is always these movies all have a problem. They always show. They always yeah. They have a good like they're not great good. They have a decent scare and then they ruin it by trying to do jamming it, it in scare. your face yeah. and saying look at this look like look how scary this yeah, is like no it. now it's not scary no anymore. it was scarier when it was just behind her and yes. then when she moved away i'm like and then it, they have to shove it right in your face gonna yeah that's yeah. scariest part and she wasn't that scary looking she just had no. like messed up makeup and the like, scary oh, tension yeah. is just seen in the mirror yeah exactly because you can't face towards it yeah and then like it's, and then you when see it's the camera, in front of it's you you're facing towards it I'm like, I just wanted the whole perspective to be from the mirror. That's why I thought mirrors was scary. <laughs> mirrors, was, yeah. Mm-hmm. Alexandra. Yeah. 
So, yeah, but those parts actually were kind of creepy, right? Versus like this third one had nothing that was really creepy. I thought the body hanging in that scene too, and it started turning towards her. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah, the basement scene was pretty good. Yeah, the whole I thought the basement, even when she was they were performing the exorcism in the basement, that was kind of cool too. And like she, you see the ripped thing, and you see the the actual monster is behind the sheet. You can only see like half of it mm-hmm. though through the rip of the sheet. Yeah, this one definitely worked better on a like a horror level of being having creepy parts. It still had the really bad jump scares. He's not very good at making like jump scares on a whole are cheap, right? They are cheap, but you can still do them well. We've talked about that before. You can do a jump scare well. Yeah, but. We also have to take in consideration who is who is this horror movie for? Yeah, mm-hmm. not for us. <laughs> yeah, it's not reaching. It's not reaching for that uh, elevated horror that we no. gravitate towards. It's it it's, is it's for everybody. It's you know, which is what I like. If this it for it's they like where horror. I landed on it. Yeah, like they would have never made this R-rated because it's they're trying to make as much money as possible. This is trying to be for everybody. It has to be PG thirteen. Like it just fits all of those, ticks all those boxes of but like this is a just look populist at what, horror movie. But then you look at like The Ring. The Ring's R rated, is it? Oh no, no, PG thirteen or The Grudge. Yeah, those are meant like in the same space, right? And those are creepy. Yeah, but we're these are we're we moved to an era of like and those are older. Horror. Yeah, but we're we're in a place ever since like the Insidiouses. You know, the paranormal activities. But that's why I felt like Insidious brought back because after like The Ring and stuff, there was like a big gap of just terrible horror movies. Like horror just fell off. Well, we went into the slasher gore porn genre. Yeah. Yeah. And then it got back to Horror just fell off. And then then Insidious came out. I'm like, finally. Like that was like the renaissance. I still think that you think Insidious is a lot better than it was. I'm saying Insidious, I think it is good. It's good, but I think you're. I think that you watching again, you're gonna you're gonna feel the same kind of. I don't know. I think Insidious is what for me started back this horror renaissance where it started horror Paranormal started activity. being good again. Paranormal Activity one was like oh eight. Ugh. You love that though. I did like Paranormal Activity. So no, that I, one that. wasn't my favorite. It was three, I think. The fan one, which everyone had the fan. That was a good. There's eight of them, so it's the hard fourth to one they had superpowers. No, four was stupid. I I know what you're saying. Like, the but ring also like the the grudge. You think the American grudge is that good? I did. I loved the first grudge. It okay, was the well, first horror movie I had ever seen, though. To be fair. Okay, so you probably have nostalgia for that. Yeah. But the ring was also Gore I love Asian horror a, movies. Another just like d- interesting director like that has a vision that is going to follow through on that vision. Like James Wan, yeah, he is an interesting director, but. I don't know. I think he just he has his, you know, this horror wheelhouse that sometimes works, sometimes doesn't. I think his wanisms like I kind of liked having a break from him in the third one after watching the first two back to back. I agree. I I think that this one like you can tell there that he's felt not directing better. It. Yeah. I don't know. It like just felt new and like. Yeah. At least different. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's true. I mean, I don't because watching the first really two like kind of back to back. Fully like, rewatch the second one, so I can't. Speak yeah, especially because it's like the almost the same story. It's I, like identical. Yeah, like, it's so like uh, you can't watch them back. It's 
It was makes sense yeah. why people liked them. Like going to theaters, like oh, I want to go see another yeah, Conjuring. Like two, three years. Yeah, apart. it's been yeah. years since I've seen it. This is gonna be you know a new experience, and yeah, but watching them back to back, like holy shit. That yeah, this one was definitely like it felt the same in the same realm, but it definitely felt refreshed compared like watching the t- first two back to back. But yeah, I mean, like the first one, I I did really like in the. I didn't mean I didn't love it in theaters, but I did enjoy it in theaters. This this rewatch. There's a lot, uh, like we said, a lot of problems. And anytime they did use special effects, it was bad. Like the cross in the stomach looked horrible. Like it like showed an upside down cross right here, and it was like CG. And it was <laughs> supposed to look like the skin was raised, and it just looked bad. Um, but uh, other than that, like a lot of practical effects, so it it holds up. You know, yeah, there's nothing really that's gonna that like is gonna. It's not CG heavy, so it's gonna be able to last for ages because there's. There's a lot of, you know, like you said, practical effects, but um, not as good as I remember it. But I still think, you know, I, I do like the Conjuring universe and that the fact that this kind of sets it up um, was pretty cool. I, I, I don't like the 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 main the mom. I didn't like her as an actress at like at all. So like that's kind of I think that kind of hurt it for me a little bit. I just don't know why I didn't like her. I just the mom and the dad. Yeah, they both were kind of... <laughs> Honestly, that family. <laughs> yeah, but I liked... You know, there were some elements, like you said, that this one was better in than the other two. And, like, they each have their own... Like, that they're better in than the other ones. But it just... Something about it just... And I think I've actually... I think I've seen this, like, five times now. This was the second so time. So I can I've pretty much, it. like... I think t- second time, yeah. I can, I can pretty much recite this movie, like what's going to happen each time. So I think that overall <laughs> fatigue of the movie kind of probably hurt a little bit for me. Yeah. Overall, uh, not a fan of this movie again is it's a horror movie. Is it effective as horror? No, I don't think anything in this movie is scary. Like it's all just going back to, yeah. Demonic possession. But is you don't the, agree. Is it the root. has some creepy moments. Uh, not in this one. The first one. Yeah. <laughs> Second one. Second one is the only one that has effective creepy moments for me. Um, but yeah, this one, I I like the probably the direction and the acting more in, in the first one than the other two. And I like the element of it being the story element of there being a uh, right a witch that is cursed like her, her whole land. And that's why they see so many different uh, entities and yeah, like ghosts or whatever, even though it's one... I don't know. They set up these. They try to set up rules for the universe too, which I don't know, like, like if they keep stay true to those or not. Like, oh, it's a ghost, so like a ghost can't possess you. It has to be like a demon or something. Well, that was a a specter, right? Whatever. I could care less. But they like set up these rules, and well, that's they make a point to say it. Yeah, that's the rules of possession. Yeah, I mean, does this follow like? any kind of logic also again it's coming from Ed and Lorraine Warren's story so probably not but uh yeah I just don't like I just don't like the uh the scares in this and ultimately like everything that happens I don't know it's these are kind of boring to watch too because of that telegraph nature of like jump scares and like it doesn't bring me to the edge of my seat so it's like I'm just like literally watching in horror movies, there's not like a lot of plot that plays out because so much time is dedicated to slowly Build walking up, yeah. through 
the hallway and looking into dark corners. You know, yeah. there's so much time and long like shots these of that. Fail on building up because they just start out with it. Yeah, but that's well. That's what I'm saying is if it doesn't bring you to the edge of your seat and there's no like build up or like payoff to these things and it's not scary, it, like it just makes them boring to watch. So that's another like yeah. huge problem for me watching any of these movies. Um, Have you ever seen Pulse? Pulse, no, it's Japanese, isn't yeah. it? Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. I think you should watch <laughs> that movie. I, well, I know what you think about it. Possibly get to it. Uh, okay, well you've kind of gone over our general impressions i of course have some notes uh, here are you talking about the with chris and bell no it's japanese what's it called pulse the only pulse <laughs> that pops up is this i'll send you a link uh yeah like we mentioned before the comedy there's not a single like comedic note in this movie until the cop shows up and then it's like holy shit this guy has to do comedic relief like it was just so that guy was terrible and everything, all of the comedic moments they tried to put in, I thought were terrible. I'm trying to think of what moments. Everything the cop says is meant to be yeah. funny. <laughs> like and literally. Then, and then like the Oh, I met Elvis once, alive and dead. That's the third that was, one. Yeah. Oh, I thought I'm I no, thought that you were was, talking a, about. was it third? That was a third yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, happened. okay. Just I'm saying it was on that. But in level. the second one they have that Elvis moment, <laughs> yeah. so I thought it could be the second one. But it Oh, is did they the really? Yeah, yeah, they bring up Elvis, Elvis twice. And, yeah. They sing. He sings Elvis in the second one. To the one. kids. Oh, that's right. I and did, he buys I them. The, he part, buys yeah. them the record. I yeah. did get to that part. A little American. What do you say, Americana or something? Yes, a little American culture. Uh, yeah. So the comedy, I just don't like how it's injected comedy because they don't have any like hints of comedy at all, and then it's just boom. Here's your comedic relief character. Three quarters into the movie, it makes no sense. Uh, the UV light in the first movie. Can we? T- I, Am I dumb or how is does this work? The fingerprint thing. Like yeah, a UV. I mean, light, it's either you just put your hand down. Blood, and it's urine, there. or semen. <laughs> you can do. God, it. I hope it's urine. urine. <laughs> <laughs> you can see handprints. What is it leaving? But what is it showing? Like, what are like you leaving oils. behind that it can show? Oils, I think. Oils. <laughs> I feel your like hands saturated in oil. Know. I don't know. We we need to get a. Black it's a light. UV light. All you I know is when I'm at your, a club and stuff, I don't remember me prints. like touching a wall and a handprint being there. That's because it doesn't happen. It's just <laughs> in the movie. Well, that's not the true movie. UV light though. Black lights aren't true UV. Are you sure? Yeah, like the actual industrial ones. Emit I, a different. I honestly don't. Those know. are just tinted. Hmm. I don't think. Okay, like I said, I could be dumb, but I don't think UV light reveals we'll like a fingerprint. I don't think you can touch a wall. And uh, cross a UV light over it and have your hand I honestly don't know. I don't think so, but could be wrong. Uh, Musical montage when they're setting up the cameras in the house. Disgusting. Gross. UV light reveals hidden blood, fingerprints, and fibers, as well as subcutaneous bruises on living and dead bodies. There you go. Fingerprints on a body? like What about on a surface? It's saying on hidden body, fingerprints, and fibers, as well as subcutaneous bruises. On living and dead bodies. There you go. Okay. It works. Look, Kyle. I How mean, to find fingerprints with blacklight. Honest. Boom. To be fair, it was probably practical. I said it could be. I said could most be of true. it was practical. It was probably practical when he actually touched it and formed. Yeah. Look. Glowing fingerprint technique uses UV light to fight crime. Okay. Cool. 
Zazra. Just wanted to make sure I didn't. I mean, yeah. Up uh, a half a star. Uh, no. yeah. <laughs> so real. Because it was. Um, it was real. Because they actually did it. Practical effects. It's a real UV light. Yeah, not a black light. So that makes sense. Um, yeah, I think, it, the, I think the black lights that we use are like different. They're like the same thing. But for some reason, I think same, that same, but different, you can't different. get like true black light. But maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Either like way. Like a black light would reveal blood urine or semen but a, U, but a uv light only shows i think the uh, uv light is a black light but i don't think the, tr- the black lights that we get are true black lights well not that you buy it right it's that's what light those bulb. are like just can we order that on amazon <laughs> uv light sure. i'm just gonna put fingerprints all over our walls how long does it stay there too what is it that's what is it showing what is it lighting up <laughs> i don't know Kyle, oil I'll let you know keep going skin cells uh the funniest edit probably in a horror movie of 30 all time. seconds the funniest edit in this in any Wait, horror movie. It. She goes, <laughs> she goes down, or she's saying she's going to lock whoever's in the basement. She's like, "I'm going to lock you in here, if you know, whatever." And then she turns to go up the stairs and just gets oh, it just in the fucks face. her up. Yeah, dude, I was dying. <laughs> it's so it's supposed to be like not funny at all. It's oh, the door. The oh, I laughed yeah, too. Oh. I was like, "Oh shit!" I'm I'm like, she got back. fucked up. I'm locking you in here. But like, like the whole like that. That um, monster was kept down there with just wood panels, but the door doesn't work to keep <laughs> yeah. it out. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it can open the door, but it can't get through wood panels. Obviously, or go yeah. up through the fucking the the secret passage that was. Well, in it the didn't house. actually. Tra- the wood panels didn't actually trap it in. The that was just like for their uh, comfort. Well, that that was there before they moved in. Yeah, but it's not like it was trapped down there. Like it's it's it not it, even. I feel like it made it seem like that, but. Either yeah. way, it doesn't it's matter. not even like a real thing, so it wouldn't matter. Could have gone through that anyway if it wanted to. Right. Yeah. Uh, okay. Last thing: title sequences in all of them. Star great. Wars. <laughs> You're talking about the yeah how Conjuring comes up. Comes up? Yeah. yeah. Except I didn't like that they made the devil made me do it white. Oh yeah, it's gross. I wanted it to Should be yellow. yellow. Yeah. yeah. Why did they change that? I hated that. Yeah. That was a weird Because it'd choice. be like in Conjuring 2 if they would have made the two fucking And it loses white. cred from going Conjuring, Conjuring 2, Conjuring subtitle. Yeah, it should have been three. That's gross. Yep, should have just been Conjuring 3. Um, and in the beginning to, well, we'll talk about the second one, but the first one, it's great how it just opens with, um, you know, the title or the title cards and the, and the movie title. And then in the second one, they have to open with like, exposition like her just narrating basically this narration well yeah well doesn't it it's gross it should just open. are they at the table yeah but she's like narrating i know it. but there's a whole scene before i know that's what i'm saying is it yeah, should yeah. just been the scene why do we like we can i can see what's going on like i don't need you to fucking exp- like say it out loud yeah and it like made her eyes like had like a band of light across her eyes yeah well we'll get in the second one here <laughs> Anyway, that's all I got for the first country. Yep. Yeah, I don't have a lot. Uh, once again, not effective as a horror movie, and there's just a lot of things that bring it down. So, two stars for me. I thought this one was more effective because it had some creepy parts for me, though it mostly failed. So, I gave it a two and a half. And as I said before, I think they're all equal. So, three star. <laughs> well, I, I well guess I'm guessing your second one. I think. Yeah. So, as I said, opens with this disgusting narration. I wish they would have just shown the scene and had it play out like 
I can see what you're doing this. So you think they should do a title card seance and then just go right into the No, seance. do the scene, do the opening so we have like a, oh, a just introduction no gotcha, to this gotcha. and then yeah, no narration. I see. Yeah. And then do the title card like you did before. Anyway, disgusting. Um Yeah, the second one for me is very much on par with the first one cuz like we said earlier, it's almost like identical movies, Literally, right? Yeah. It's the same thing, demonic possession. Girl gets uh, taken over. Yep, the girl gets taken over. But this one has those elements of they tie in um, Ed and Lorraine's past a little bit, like their history with this demon, right? And it actually kind of goes into a twist in this one, which was nice, like a James Wan twist. Which, which, what twist are you talking about specifically? The tapes. Oh, they yeah, leave. Yeah. They're like, this is not real, and then yeah, it's like, oh, like, then it's revealed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I did like Which, that. I like it was that layered. Part. Yeah, and then um, yeah, this has the only effective scares in it for me, which is pretty much anything with the nun. Yeah, Valak. Yeah, looks great. Yeah, I like all those moments. It's pretty effective, and like, it does kind of do the same thing where it blows its load, shoots into your face, but like. There are a lot of things like where you just like look down the hall and boom, there's this is this is a scene I'm talking about specifically is um, when they're doing the interview. No, they're doing the interview. And in the back, you can see it switch from the little girl to the guy. Oh, the guy. Yeah. And it's just subtle. But you can like you can just see the silhouette and like a very blurred. (laughs) And like we always like scenes like where it's like subtle. Yeah. Yeah. In the background. Yeah. Like I wish I'm glad that they didn't like show him talking like you just see his kind of silhouette like you can see it like kind of grow and he gets bigger from the girl so i like and yeah like that was said, a good moment for sure and the painting was pretty cool too where you, you see the shadow walking and then you, the hands yeah and that shadow turns like and then right it's exactly the painting the up and the coming hands. at her not the not the actual character mm-hmm. it's holding the <laughs> yeah it does have the only effective moments but it also has the worst "Quote unquote scare and out of any of the movies, which one? The Crooked Man. Yeah, is so fucking dumb and corny. I fucking hate the Crooked Man. I thought it was kind of cool. Oh my god, he's so lame. I know, but it was meant to look lame. That's a cheap way of saying because the Crooked Man was (laughs) like the spinning thing was look looked weird. Yeah, I get that. I guess that it's a children's whatever. It was manifesting their fear. You locked Giz in. Oh. I don't know. I didn't it's mind. Like a Baba he dude. was. I mean, uh, no, not really. On par. They both look dumb. But it was definitely. I you know. hated the Crooked Man. Like I thought it was all like I thought it was just took away from everything else that's in this universe because Do you there's think nothing it, else that's like that in. Is a Crooked Man movies. like a London horror thing though? Like, is that like a I don't thing know. that's over there that we like? It's a scary like the Boogeyman here. But just think about like the effect of like. Of how they made him. They made oh. him like half cartoon, half real. Yeah, I think that was okay, trying to manifest what the kids guy. look like. Well, I know what that. I'm saying it like. make it look like 100% real. A person with makeup on. No, that would have been worse. Dude, it's pretty bad now. I don't yeah, think it, was, it could get I think worse. it was intentional, though. <laughs> okay, yeah. that's. I don't think it's... I still don't think it's that great, but I'm saying like that it was... The only one I saw it was the kids that... The two kids that like looked at... That like liked the crooked man. Yeah. Well, and the old or man like, too. Like, there is one good moment with the old man 
where it's it catch again catches you off guard. Not a not a bad jump scare, which it's in the beginning, so you saw that probably. Where she turns and he's like right there and says like this is my house. This is my house. Yeah. So like a lot of his stuff was pretty bad and corny, but like that one was so the only moment that we're I got there. something. The Crooked Man character is based on an English nursery rhyme. Boom. There was a crooked man and he walked a crooked mile. He found a crooked sixpence upon a crooked style. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. It was Does a, that make it better? It was a rhyme. No. It's a nurse. It is a rhyme. yeah, it's in in the movie they read it. They're apparently working on a film with him. Oh my god. Makes sense. Garbage. Conjuring two spin off the crooked man in the works. But this was back in 2017. Oh. So apparently it's still in the works. <laughs> yeah, right. No, that's that's they were probably did not get take off. No. Yeah, if that it hasn't was come a out, movie called The Crooked Man. If that hasn't come out TV already, movie. then no. Yeah, he looked bad, but I think that that was just it was intentional. I was rolling my eyes at him every time he was. Oh, May 6, twenty twenty. Why the Conjuring's Crooked Man spinoff is taking so long to make? So they are still twenty twenty. This was last month, last year. Oh, twenty twenty. Last year. <laughs> in a month. But it's that's still in progress, apparently. It's been a fast so. year or a long year? Yeah. Um, I think that the second one is the best of the three. I would agree. I think that the... like I think the, the build-up isn't as good. Like, I think that it's... Like, it starts off kind of bad. But then, like, by the time when it finally settles in, I think that a, as a whole... It like got it was really good after. Like I the just like how scene. this one it does it's like the same story but it has that twist and it has some effective scares so this one is easily the mm-hmm. best one for me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just like there's you know like I said the the crooked man is terrible and then there's like logical flaws too like I it's hard to watch these and take them seriously like Jacob said when you when you classify it as like based on a true story. Think about it like, did the church, so they they say, they set up in all of these that the church has to have proof to get involved. Yep. Okay, but so they did never they, wait for it. Or did they ever get involved? Yeah, like they never wait for it. So like they are writing around the fact that maybe the church didn't get involved because they didn't have proof. Or did the church ever get involved in any of these cases? And no. if so, what proof did they provide well, they to did, them? They did give them it, uh, after the first one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they said, oh, the... The church approved the exorcism. They're like, well, right about time. It, they already had done it, though. In the first one, they'd say that. They approved it, but the church never did it. No one, no, no, no I one mean, performed that the exorcism. did. No, he didn't. Yeah, he performed the exorcism. Ed, Ed, did the, Ed Warren did the exorcism. There was a priest there. No, there wasn't. He's talking about the third one again. <laughs> Not the first one. The third one, the priest shows up to do the exorcism on the kid. Yeah, but not the first one. But what proof are they providing to these priests? And also, in that time, they had all those cameras. They they constantly make it a point to show how many pictures they're taking, all these cameras that are rolling. And then when they go to like the end credits, right, they say, oh, here's the real evidence from it. And it's always just like an audio file or an audio tape. It's like, well, yeah, that shit is so easily... Well, they so showed easily. pictures of the third one. It showed actual pictures of everything. Pictures of like the family. Yeah. Not pictures that prove anything that any oh, of this well. would be real. Maybe like there's no evidence at all to any of this. Yeah, maybe they can't release them. No, <laughs> it's not real. And uh, we can just tie all three together now too. And so f- uh, the third one actually does it right 
But you know how they always do that? They repeat the shot of Ed taking something and putting it on the shelf. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it's like this museum is supposed to be like a treasure of like their haunted possessions or whatever, or things that were used in these uh, demonic cases. Mm-hmm. But it's always just like, it's always just like a byproduct of it. It's never like this item had anything to do with it. I, after the second one, I was like, I think he just likes taking kids toys. He takes the, he takes the mirror with the spinny mirror. And then he takes the, well, that was the kids. That was Rory. One of them. The kid, the kids, the main kid, Roy. Or yeah, Rory. but none of those have anything to do with like the actual. Yeah, the <laughs> goblet. Haunting. The goblet didn't either. It was the stone table or whatever, right? right. No, but that was she was. That's how. It well, the goblet had the mo- made the most sense to me. She was using that. That's in when practice. when she like but threw they, the salt or whatever. Like the, the toys don't even make sense. Like, yeah. Why would you take those? the crooked man one? Doesn't make sense. Definitely the crooked man one, but the other one doesn't really. Either. The first one is because it was the kids. She finds it. That's how it started. Was the kid got killed or whatever? So that was his favorite. Yeah, but it's all it's all related to the witch anyway. I mean, yeah, wasn't that? I don't know, but yeah, yeah, it's like <laughs> I don't know. They have this museum of all these things. It's like well, the first one also took, has. Annabelle I think he just too. took what he wanted to create this museum, and yeah, no, because it's safer there than out. And Annabelle too. That's another thing. Like unrelated to these movies, but they make Annabelle so fucking creepy in these movies. Do you know what Annabelle looks like? It's literally a Raggedy Ann doll. No, it's not. I guess it is. I literally... It doesn't look like Raggedy Ann. Do you know what Raggedy Ann is? It is a Raggedy Ann doll. Yes, it is. It's not Raggedy Ann. Fucking look at it. Raggedy Ann is the one with corduroy and fucking red hair and the triangle nose. Yeah. Annabelle looks nothing like Raggedy Ann. Oh, my God. She looks like an American girl. I honestly don't think. I don't think so. I don't think Kyle Annabelle look up Raggedy Ann and tell me any. it looks anything like Annabelle. I didn't think the Annabelle movies were scary at all. Suck my dick. Looks nothing like her. That doll right there, that is fucking Raggedy Ann. Yeah, just c- it's because it's it's not the same doll, though. That's what they make her. They That's the real Annabelle. And in the movie, they don't they, look anything like that. That's the that's the one that they took. Are you kidding me? Doesn't look anything like Raggedy Ann. It is a Raggedy Ann brand doll. So <laughs> this is sorry. Raggedy there's no arguing this one. <laughs> Yeah, it's that's what. It looks nothing like Annabelle. That's, ch- that's what they're selling now. This is from the seventies. They've this changed is the it original fucking drawing of Raggedy Ann. Oh she has co- fucking overalls and shit on. Spin it however you want. You're wrong. It's a Raggedy Ann brand doll. That was the real Annabelle, and they they make her look like this in the fucking movie, like they make her look like a creepy ass American girl doll. Mm-hmm. It's like, no. Anyway, I didn't movie liberties. It, it's scary at all. Yeah. I don't no. think dolls are scary. No, just pointing out how they got to take real world, twist it into Ed and Lorraine's little fantasy land to make it scary. Did their little weird museum thing actually exist too? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And his son-in-law took it over after he died, after Ed died. Can you visit it still? I don't know if it's still open now. I feel like they should. They could make a shit ton of money with the movies. Oh, Yeah. Okay, this uh, moment at the end. It was really bad, and then it brings back a like foreshadowing thing, but uh, the ending with Lorraine narrating again, everything that we're literally seeing, she's like asking, what is your name? You told me your name, and I wrote it down. 
Jacob didn't make it to the end. Oh, but yeah. you remember that? Mm-hmm. It just reminded me of like Death Note when he's like, I'll take this chip and, I'll and eat, eat it. it. That's one of the best moments <laughs> of Death Note, though. Yeah, but that's like intentionally corny. This is like, she's like, Yeah. You told me. What is your name? You told yeah, me your she name. Like, and she, I wrote it down. Yeah, and she looks up at the. Looks up at the range. He goes, "What is your name?" Yeah, it's I know so it. So bad. Yeah, that was bad. The Vera Farmiga like is weird. She like has moments that are good, but like I just overall I can never like buy her performances. Did you watch? Do you, have you watched Bates Motel? Bates Motel. Yeah, I've seen. I think she's it. great in Bates Motel. I hate that show. So. Oh, that's great. I don't. I think that show is I liked highly overrated. The first season. That's what I watched, and I couldn't get into it. I was like. Yikes. It was also like an A what show, what channel did that start on? I think you're it right. Like I think it is AMC. A no. A and E AMC? CW? C Fox. It was some budget show like yeah, cheap. Anyway, didn't like that. Um based on Psycho. Yeah, anyway, the going back to the name. So that moment is terrible. And then she finds Annie. out the name is Valak. And do you remember in the kitchen there's Valak is behind her, like in multiple things throughout the house. Mm-hmm. But then they never explain. Like I don't want an explanation, but like, who put the, who like I? It would have been cool, like if the kid had like unintentionally created like the name Valak throughout the house, but like didn't know she was doing it. Well, you have to watch the nun to understand who Valak is. It doesn't matter who Valak is. There, do you remember in the kitchen? There's like if. You look behind her, it spells out like a couple random objects, like spell out valid. Oh, no. It's in, yeah. I didn't notice that. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, but like, did she do that? Like, it would be like, inter- like, I don't know, if you're going to have that there, like, show it in an earlier scene, but like, we don't know what it means. And then, like, boom, oh, you know the name. Now it calls back to that. Well, her writing in the book did that. Yeah, but you, the, I'm talking about the other times. I don't remember that. But yeah, go back. I will check it out. Kind of want to watch the nun again. Uh, is the nun on HBO? Because that's the only one I want to watch. Uh, I looked up as Damien Bashir. Damien Bashir, and uh, nun score by Abel. Cool. What's the guy's name? <laughs> oh, that you just t- uh, yeah, you just br- talked about him. Yeah, or we talked about him off air. Yeah, he what did the was score he, what, for the nun? Yeah, but what else, what did he just do the score that we were talking about? Nocturnal animals. Oh, yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Banger score. Okay, uh, that's it for chapter two. Korzenowski. Yeah. Korzenowski. Uh, I gave it the same as the first one, but it is better. It's my favorite of the three, but I don't like any of them. So two stars for me. <laughs> Josh? I gave it the exact same score as the rest of them. This is the best one. This is the heavy three. Yeah, heavy two, for sure. Okay, uh, moving on from Conjuring Universe. Well, did we watch anything else? I don't think I did. I finished Love, Death, Robots, the second season. That's not a movie, so it doesn't matter. You can talk about it. Is there anything you want to mention? Yeah, there's one that... Have you guys watched the first season? We talked about I've seen like now. the highlighted ones. I haven't seen all of them. Well, the, I really liked the first season, and the you second said the se- second season was weak. So yeah, well, it's weaker. It over, yeah, because I just watched it after that, and it is weaker. There's not as much strong ones, but there's one that you both need to watch, and I want to know your reaction to it because I think it's great because it's hilarious. 
and it's uh the Santa Claus one. That's all. I, I don't know the name of it. It's like night before or something. Something to do with Christmas. You can f- tell by the name. It has to do with Christmas. And I <laughs> loved the first season. Oh yeah, the first season was great. And I honestly, I think these are, it's good. It is good. Like they're they're interesting. They're artsy. <coughs> the CG is phenomenal on some of them. Mm-hmm. All the art is good, really. But it just doesn't have none of them have like the impact of like Lucky Thirteen or there, Michael B. Jordan's in one. Hmm. It was weird, and that was good too. But oh, I've heard. I heard that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I did not. I'm like, wait, is that Michael B. I'm like, yep, that is Michael B. Jordan. But yeah, this the Santa Claus one, hilarious. It's seven minutes long. You have no excuse not to watch it. Okay, we'll check it out. I guess that uh, wraps us up. So we already mentioned it at the top of the show, but next week we'll be in Seattle. We're going to have a guest, uh, Travis on, and we are going to review the fall. Probably a couple other things as well. I mean, I said we'll be able to watch at least two movies on the plane ride alone. Mm-hmm. So if we coincide. If we can coincide, yeah. Download it to the... He gave me a list. Uh, I said I'm going to have some other movies if you want to have discussions i'll just watch rashomon that'll be the whole <laughs> flight is it on the plane i don't, I don't know. oh you can download yeah, it on yeah. your phone yeah. yeah i'm gonna have a, i'm gonna have movies on my ipad ready to go uh so yeah a couple other things but the book. fall and uh great notion next week it's gonna be huge and that'll be it uh, i would like to watch into the heights but well we can talk about that in episode 72 so yeah We'll probably do In the Heights and whatever else comes what out. What date that would time. that be? The twenty. But we'll talk about that next week when we close out episode seventy-one. Jacob, take it episode by episode. Yeah, Jesus. If you want to leave a question or comment, you can email us at sudsandcinemapodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram at sudsandcinemapodcast. I'm on Letterboxd and Untapped at the KG Project. I'm on both of those as JSAL517. That's J-S-A-L-517. And I'm on both platforms at Josh underscore Saldana. All right. Thanks for listening. Cheers, guys.